Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. My name is Elisa Keaton. This is my gift to you today. If it is your first time here, uh, welcome and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. 2017, Merry Christmas. Okay, I was not going to do <laughs> this revving the word. Um, I'm just going to be frank with y'all. I've never been one to really enjoy going to a class or where all the music is one theme. That's just me. This, this doesn't mean you, if you love it, that's awesome. Uh, and I really tried to get out of this, but I felt like the Lord was saying, please do this. Would you do this for me? Um, and of course, of course. So I'm actually very excited because I know this is, this is his idea and it all came together rather fun, rather easily. And I may never do this again, so this could be the only Christmas one you'll ever get. And maybe going forward, I'll just re-release it every Christmas. Um, but we'll see. I, I have, I never say never. So welcome. We are going to celebrate. Merry, 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 merry Christmas. It is my favorite. It is absolutely my favorite. I've watched, our family has probably watched Elf Oh my gosh, I don't know, four times. We just put it on repeat when there's nothing else. If we have a Christmas party, it's usually playing in the background. It's just a great, great season. So this is a celebration of the gift. Today, the, really all I wanna do is come, let us adore him. Let us adore him and let him adore us too because there is this exchange that happens always in this gospel that we have been given. So if it's your first time, we're going to move our bodies, there will be music, and then there's going to be scripture spoken, and also kind of unpacked a little bit. And not necessarily me unpacking it for you, but me giving you some things to think about, to move and work through. So that's kind of the fun engagement interaction thing we get to do here that you might not do in a Bible study um, or, well, no, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Welcome to the sweatiest Bible study you will ever, ever go to. And there'll be some invitation to exert today a little bit. You don't have to. I really don't even have a plan for that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just sense as we go. And so what do you say? You, you game? Okay. If you are new to us, please go to revelationwellness.org and download, or don't, don't download, just sign up for our free seven-day detox. I continually get emails about how that is changing, um, wrecking people's idea of their bodies and how they relate to the physical world as the spiritual beings that they are. So go check that out at the website. And you guys, do not forget, it's open right now. It opened five days ago. Clean Hearting. We are taking back clean eating. We know you're enjoying the holidays. Pray you're doing that. Keep doing that um, with common sense. Don't go. This is not the time to go off the rails and then say, I'll, I'll get it all together in the new year. But it is the time to enjoy, to celebrate, and not feel um, condemned or ashamed. But also in the new year, we know it brings a new season of of cleaning out, out with the old and in with the new, doing new things. Life is rhythmical. It's seasonal. It's not supposed to march at one tempo for the entire year. 
So come January 8th, we will begin clean hearting. So it starts right now for any donation amount you can, I mean, it doesn't start now. Signups are open now. Again, go to the website under events, uh, our revelation, um, the clean hearting. Just, just look for it on that page there. Any donation amount gets you in. We will train for 30 days, specifically for 30 days. Food will be talked about. We have to talk about it. We need to talk about it in a very food-centric society. Let's talk about it. Let's take it back. Let's find out what God had intended it for. But more so, I think we know that. Why do we keep doing the things we don't want to do? Let's get to the core of your motives because from there, from the heart, will flow all these decisions. So if you've done it before, this is backed by popular demand. We have menu plans. We have um, workouts. We have the whole thing. For any, any donation amount, we suggest $10. Give yourself that gift right now on Christmas. Go sign up or whenever you're listening to this before January 8th, get in. It actually closes on January 6th. The signups will close. Actually, I think it's January 5th, the Friday before. So don't wait. I get too many people that get so sad because they waited and I can't get them in. It's too hard to reverse <laughs> and get people in once we all launch together. So, okay. Emmanuel, come let us adore him. Let's just have some fun. I'm really excited. This, is, this must be a Holy Spirit thing. Like I said, I'm usually not one to do the themes, but we're gonna do it today. All right, your feet are moving, corners of your mouth are lifted, and we'll get the playlist going in three, two, one, play. And there we are, and there we are. <laughs> I just see, you know, I'm, I'm recording this pre-Christmas. But I could see myself going outside for a nice Christmas walk, run, hike, bike, moving your body in some way. Because the isn't it's, it's a get to. It's hard. Listen, I also want to make room for those that are sad, for the hope that feels sad today. We miss our family, right? But here's what I'm convinced of. Joy and suffering, they sit on the same side of the field. <laughs> They're not opposing teams. And so the gladness that comes as we think of the hope that came Christ, Jesus of Nazareth, Emmanuel, ushering in hope. A hope, a new hope. So, Lord, you know our hearts, and we come to say we want to adore you. We turn our eyes towards you today. The gift. You're worth celebrating. Happy birthday, Jesus. Happy birthday. You're worth it all. And so, Meet us here in this celebration. We adore you. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, notice how heavy your feet are hitting. Always pay attention. Try and slide your 
shoulders down out of your ears. Lift the corners of your mouth, engage your navel just a bit so that you're not, you're not hitting the ground with great force. Whatever you're doing, you're not doing it because momentum. Thanks, Chris Tomlin. You're doing it. Actually, that was Michael W. Smith. Oh, you had to have some Stevie. So. What I'm saying is don't be a victim to momentum. You are paying attention. I'm telling you, just the fact that you're moving your body, just that alone, such an act of faith. It's a hopeful act. So we can't deny we're made for this. Made for this. But you know what? For us, it's a hope, a joy that never ends. Right? It never ends. Eternal. That's why we can hold our joy even when this next year brings some sadness. The gift of Emmanuel, God with us, always, forever. All right, on the scale of one to ten, I want you to feel yeah, like you're about a six, seven, one being laying in bed, eyes open, ten, can't do it for more than 15 to 20 seconds. You could do this. You might even be able to do this for the whole time. <laughs> All right. I just want you to bring right now into your mind's eye. This Jesus, born in a manger, a baby. It's always kind of silly, isn't it? The world will call it silly, but right now, we collectively celebrate this kind of silly thing. Why would God come as a baby? Why? Why humble himself that much? He's a king. He's God. I read from you from Acts 2, 24 to 28. Now this is Peter standing up. The first, he's preaching his first Holy Spirit power-filled message. Peter, the one who wrote checks his, with his mouth his heart couldn't cash, pre-resurrection, pre now Jesus resurrected. 
gives him what he had promised, himself living inside of him. And Peter stands up as the Jewish authorities are looking around going, what's going on with these crazy people? What? They must be drunk. As the Holy Spirit falls, comes in like a rushing wind and rests on them like tongues of fire. They're empowered. This God, this baby birthed power upon us. He didn't hold back. Paul stands up and says, God raised him up, losing the pangs of death because it was not possible for him to be held by it. Speed up a little bit. For David says concerning him, I saw the Lord always before me, for he is at my right hand, that I may live, that I may not be shaken. Therefore my heart was glad, my tongue rejoiced, my flesh will dwell in hope. For you will not abandon my soul to Hades, or let your Holy One see corruption. You've made known to me the paths of life. You will make me full of gladness with your presence. You can pull back. I love how Peter saying, God birthed him. And God allowed you to kill him just to expose the darkness of our hearts. God allowed it. God released. He gave us Jesus. Not only to show us the hope, the fullness of God's love, but also the wickedness of our own hearts. God raised him up. I see that in twofold. I know Peter's talking about God raised him up, like resurrected him. When I read this, I read this as God fathered him. He raised him from a baby to a this saving moment all the way through. From being utterly dependent of a mom in a manger to walking, teaching, preaching, performing signs, wonders, and miracles. God raised him up. God raised him up. <laughs> I love and I think I'm so grateful that our God came as a baby. It's kind of this born again analogy. That if Jesus was born, 
so that I could be born again, start over. I want you to push to an eight. An eight. If your phone rang, you would let it ring. Focus, adore him. Losing the pangs of death because it was not possible for him to be held by it. And you do know that because nothing is impossible for God, it will not be for you. Nothing's impossible. You have the resurrected God in you, Emmanuel. Push to an eight and a half, maybe a nine. One minute. Adore him. God raised him up, raising you up. <laughs> 20 seconds, don't stop. That's why, listen, permission to make mistakes. You will. Ten seconds. Three, two, one. Good job. I tell my daughter, and I believe this is so true, you guys. Tell me, all the parents who get this. I'm actually, go to an eight, everyone. I'm, I mean, I'm proud of my child all the time. When they're always being good, of course I'm proud. But I, I, I find myself lately, as I'm raising two teenagers, <laughs> that I'm, I'm most proud. Like, my heart leaps and comes alive when they course correct on their own accord. Oh, come on now, you know what I mean? Like, they were going down a, 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 a not a good path or making a decision or acting a certain way that isn't their true self they were betraying themselves because of fear fear of being left out fear of consequences you know that's why we lie we lie because we're fear we're afraid of what happens if we tell the truth but I'm never more proud of them than when they, they course correct. Oh my gosh. Pull back to a seven, right? Not because it got squeezed out of them, not because they are about to be found out anyways, but because they sobered up and said, oh gosh, yeah, this isn't gonna go the way I thought 
My flesh had me for a moment. <laughs> but I'm, I'm keeping the truth always before me. I'm keeping love. I'm keeping the true me always before me. And I, I course correct the paths of life. God's always revealing. Keep going this way to the life I've given you. Keep, no, 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 adjust. Yeah, everyone, 20 seconds, push, go. Come on, have fun. You don't even have to, but you have to at least maybe clap your hands. <laughs> we'll take it. Pick up your pace in some way, pick up your spirit in some way. Three, two, pull back. I saw the Lord always before me, for He is at my right hand, that I may not be shaken. Come on. This is how my kids course correct. <laughs> they took their eyes off of the truth, off of goodness, off of kindness, off of patience, off of joy, and they course correct. This is what Jesus came to do. Course correct. All right, humanity. You all need a sign. You know, just like this way to the Grand Canyon. And there's a sign. There's a sign this way to Disneyland. Turn left here. Jesus comes. You all need some signs. This way to life. Correct. By keeping him always before us, come let us adore him. Ready? 20 seconds. Push. Come on. It's fun. <laughs> Knees up to your chest. Come on, come on. 10. Ah. Five. Pull back. <laughs> Think about this. God disrupts the daily duty of some dirty shepherds in a field to see a star that says, come, let us adore him. Come on, lift your head out of this dirt. You are my shepherds. Rejoice, enjoy. Our King has come. 20 seconds, go, push. Come on, skip. <laughs> do whatever you wanna do. Come on. Pull back. Good job. Seeing the Lord always before them, they came to adore Him, bowing, saying, 
This baby goes first. This child is my king. He's gonna show me the way from the manger to Calvary. He's gonna show me the way. I'm gonna go quiet. Listen. Therefore, my heart was glad and my tongue rejoiced. My flesh will dwell in hope because of this adoration, because God always before me. My heart is glad. My tongue rejoices. And my flesh will dwell in hope. was glad and my tongue rejoiced my flesh will dwell in hope look at that an effect of having the Lord always before us always with us this gift Savior Jesus Christ having him with us and in us this hope that will not die it just won't for him to not have hope would be to betray himself he is hope and because of that our hearts glad our tongues rejoicing praises even in the hurt come on revelation wellness we're revving when we can give praise in the pit when it hurts when it's dark when it seems hopeless i'm gonna strike a match a smoldering wick he will not put out he'll blow into it Until he sees your heart glad, 
your mouth being used for what it was made for and your body pitching its tent in hope pitch a tent set up camp last song pitch a tent in hope that's what he did when he comes says I bring to you <laughs> all the kingdom your kingdom come your will be done he says yep that's what I do speed up go come on whatever you want to do you can do jumping jacks you'll know when to pull back pull back come on glad heart come on heart oh what a gift Merry Christmas I hope you're finding people on the road or at the gym the next person you see Merry Christmas and you don't say it out of obligation or something kind of nice to say oh no <laughs> mm -mm. You're making a declaration. Christ with us. Oh, how merry are we? You're going to say it like you're releasing the kingdom on somebody. Merry Christmas. Go. Come on. Up, up. Head up chest up, knees up, you float over it, 10 more seconds, go, four, three, two, pull back, but stay committed, keep him always before you, and you will course correct, and your body will pitch a tent in hope. Now, I never plan to leave this hope home. For you will not abandon my soul to Hades. Go, nor let your Holy One see corruption. Course correct, reroute. <laughs> We're going a whole new way. I'm sending myself in the form of my son who was with me in the beginning, always with me to the end. Pull back. You got one minute, 15 seconds. Pull back for 15 seconds. Open your heart, a glad heart, a rejoicing tongue. Everybody put your hands on your heart. A glad heart, say it. 
Put your hands on your mouth. A tongue that rejoices. I speak life. Say that. I speak life. Go. And now a body. Go. Move the body in a hopeful direction. Go home. Go home. Because that's where you live. You pitch your tent. Your dwelling space is in hope. The hope of the nation. Three, two, recover. Breathe. Remember, the scripture says that the government will be on his shoulders. The government, the thing that reigns, that rules, you know, like governing. If you ever rented a car and they put a governor on it, meaning it can only go so fast, <laughs> that's God's responsibility. If you live in the spirit, you're governed by the spirit, that path is always before you. The path of righteousness, peace, and joy, what the kingdom is made of. You will always course correct and get in line with this adoration. You can start to recover. You will not abandon my soul to Hades or let your Holy One see corruption. That's why he came. He said, no more, no more. These people don't know me. Not only do they not know me, they expect me to look a certain way, to act a certain way. They've, <laughs> they've tried to make me look a lot like their darkness, their fear, their shame, and their guilt. And you know what? Try looking at a little baby, a baby that can't walk, that can't talk, that is utterly dependent of a parent in the arms of a parent. And try, and is it even possible to not have hope? <laughs> no. <laughs> he came as a sign of hope, a seed of hope. Uh, you know, it's crazy that he would actually say, I'm gonna need you to help me with this. Come on. That he would, that God would entrust his only son to a human, a virgin named Mary. He has such a high call on humanity. He's never lost sight of their Imago Dei, that they're made to look like him. They're made to love like me. They're made to care like me. They're made to speak life like me. They're made for hope and joy and peace. So, Yes, he could have just sent Jesus 
as a messiah wielding a sword, getting everyone in line. But no, his son in a manger, because he believes in his sons and daughters to transform into the likeness of their father who births hope, who will not abandon our souls to hell. He won't, he just won't give up. Let us adore him. Think about this with this vision before I sign off. Few came to see this baby, and even fewer came to worship him. It's not like there was a big crowd. There's some farm animals, some dirty shepherds, and a few wise men who weren't even, <laughs> they weren't even from this country of Nazareth. No, they were from a foreign land. Wise men who came. Wasn't a crowd, just a few. And I heard the Lord said, yeah, I was willing to use a few to come find you, to get to you. If I had to have a few, it was worth it. And now look, I see the church, the bride of Christ, growing healthy and strong with hearts that are glad and tongues that give life and flesh that pitches a tent in hope. The gift. Thank you, God. Happy birthday, Jesus. Again, we say it. Happy birthday. I'm gonna ask you this question. What do you offer him right now as your gift? Right? What do you offer? The wise man bang, frankincense, gold, and myrrh. The shepherds just brought themselves some sheep. They all brought something. I'm gonna sign off and I'd say you just, what are you offering him this year? Thank you, God. Speak to us. How can we adore you? How can we adore you even more than yesterday? You're worthy, precious baby and the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. You're worth it. And we offer you this in Jesus' name. Amen.
King is come. Yeah.